Welcome mortal souls to Strange Darkness Radio. Within the echoes of our hosts' haunting voices, terror weaves through the airwaves like a malevolent symphony. I am Benson, your spectral guide, leading you into the uncharted realms of the macabre. Brace yourself for a descent into a paranormal abyss with hosts Bobby Washington, Carolyn Gray, and Amy Tiderman. They traverse through tales that linger in the shadows, spectral apparitions, haunted domains, cryptids, and otherworldly encounters. Embrace the darkness, extinguish the lights, steel your nerves for a bone-chilling night into the heart of the unknown. It's time for Strange Darkness Radio. supposed to do that's all you <laughs> hello welcome to uh another episode of strange darkness radio i am your co-host well actually i'm your host tonight carolyn gray here with my co-hosts bobby washington and amy tideman and uh tonight we are going to be discussing the historic alex johnson hotel in rapid city south dakota but uh before we get into the topic, uh, let's just check in with everybody. How are we all doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. <laughs> Happy to be here. Cool, cool. Yes, so uh, tonight, Carolyn has the reins. She um, <laughs> has a new gig, and uh, it's her hotel that she's repping today uh, with all of its creepiness. So um, yes. one thing I want to say... Um, I did put out the last episode. I know I need to go back and uh, remix that episode. That episode sounds horrible. So I will go back and remix that and then re-put it up for you all out there. I don't know what happened in the process of putting that up, but uh, just quick FYI, you know, to that. Um, and I want to go ahead and uh, start out with stuff like that, like... Um, if you guys have not had a paranormal experience, um, hopefully we're going to shed light on what is possible and what people are going through on this particular experience with the historic Alex Johnson Hotel. So, Carolyn, take it away. Yeah, please send us your experiences, everyone who has been to the hotel. Um, before we start, I just want to say a little disclaimer real quick. I am frazzled. I'm, you know, I've been studying all day and doing homework my workspace is a mess. I'm probably going to knock my microphone over at some point during this episode. Don't so I it. apologize in advance. Just we can edit that out. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't happen while I'm talking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so should we just dive right in? Oh, yeah, let's go. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let Benson uh, take us away. Then Carolyn will, uh, you know, guide us on this uh, haunted tour. Welcome, dear listeners, to the chilling depths of Strange Darkness Radio, where the shadows whisper secrets and the unknown lurks in every corner. 
Tonight's journey with Carolyn will lead us down the dim corridors of the historic Alex Johnson Hotel in Rapid City, South Dakota. As a sinister twist of fate, imagine Mount Rushmore's monumental construction coinciding with the hotel's operation, a beacon for tourists drawn to the region's allure. And let us not forget Alex Johnson's cunning tie to the railroad, strategically positioning his hotel to ensnare weary travelers as they disembark from the train. But enough of the mundane. The true terror lies within the hotel's spectral history. Brace yourselves for tales of the lady in white, her ethereal form gliding through the darkness, and the dreaded eighth floor, where disembodied voices weave a haunting symphony in the dead of night. Venture into room 812 at your own peril, where the flickering lights betray unseen forces at play, and prepare for encounters with the elevator ghost, whose siren call beckons unwitting guests to the phantom eighth floor. And as the night deepens, whispers spread of the ghostly presence of Alex Johnson himself, a silent spectre haunting the very halls he once walked in the flesh. From chilling apparitions to inexplicable phenomena, the Alex Johnson Hotel stands as a grim testament to the supernatural, earning its ghoulish reputation as one of the most haunted destinations in the United States. Remain tuned as we unravel the sinister mysteries shrouding this historic landmark on Strange Darkness Radio, where the veil between the living and the dead grows ever thinner. Yeah, so uh, this hotel has a very haunted and creepy reputation. Um, I am still brand new. I've only been working there about a month, but uh, when I found out it was haunted, I was obviously very excited. And um, I started asking around, you know, stories from coworkers. I started looking up the history of the hotel. And uh, basically, the hotel was founded, well, it was built by Alex Carlton Johnson. And he was actually a very interesting character. He was born on a farm in Pennsylvania. And he worked really hard his whole life. So uh, he, I believe he got a teaching certificate. He was a teacher. He went to law school. He became a lawyer. And he worked himself his way up all the way to um, being a railroad tycoon and vice president of the Chicago Northwest Railroad. So um, kind of what Benson said, he, um, he built the hotel strategically across from the train tracks so that uh, people would you know, get off the train and they would go to the hotel. Another interesting thing is that the hotel was built around the same time as uh, Mount Rushmore was being built. So I believe the hotel construction actually started a day before uh, Mount Rushmore, which I think is really interesting. Um, not just for the fact that, you know, I think that the building of Mount Rushmore itself might have stirred up some energy, but um, also because the Alex Johnson Hotel played a big role in tourism and attracting people to come to Rapid City, to come to South Dakota, to see Mount Rushmore being built. So yeah. it was kind of like an energetic, exciting time. Hotel only took a year to be built. So I think they started construction October 1927 and its doors were open later in 1928. So, um, yeah, it was just an exciting time. It was hustling and bustling in the city. Alex Johnson himself he was very um 
he really admired the local native um, customs and tribes, like particularly the Sioux and the Lakotas. Oh, okay. So he actually built the hotel using a lot of their influence, which you can still see today, which I think is really interesting. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That he wasn't, you know, one of the guys that just come over and t- take over the, the land and um, utilizing right. the Indians that were there at the time. I don't want to say right, servants. Like taking but, over yeah. their land and using <laughs> yeah. them. And yeah, no, he, he definitely and admired and respected things. them. Yeah, that's cool. And um, he he actually, I, I might be wrong about this. I didn't find this in my research, but I've heard stories around the hotel that he was actually gifted a headdress by one of the tribes. So he, he was on a personal basis with them. Like he really, he really liked them and they liked him and he respected them. Mm. So yeah, when you go to the hotel, you can see there's a lot of native American um, artwork and like the, the railings in the lobby and the ceilings and the tiles on the floor. You can see a lot of that original um, native influence. Yeah. Which is really cool. And that is and I think, original, right? It wasn't uh, redid or... Yeah, like the bricks and the tiles when you walk in are all original. They've obviously done some remodeling and, you know, additions to the hotel, but they've kept it pretty much, yeah, pretty much as close to original as they can. Um, so when you walk in, you can actually see the floor tiles. Some of them have little, they look like swastikas, but they're actually backwards. <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah, swastika. I was gonna ask about that. So they really do look like swastikas then? I mean, obviously they're not swastikas, but yeah, it's not. It's actually, I think it's a Lakota symbol for the four corners of the earth. But they got that from the Native Americans, I believe. The yeah. Whole so that. are there signs explaining what that is for people who might they're... come in thinking that? Like, I'd be like, oh my god, we have to leave. I can't stay here. Yeah. Guests ask us about that mm-hmm. all the time. So, yes, we literally have a sign in the entrance mm-hmm. of the lobby that says, like, no, yeah. these aren't swastikas. This is a native thing. Like, oh, OK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, people um, people question that a lot. Like, they'll see them on the tiles on the floor and be like, oh, where am I? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But mm-hmm. I think that that Native American, um, you know, influence on the hotel just adds to the mystique of it and adds to the like energy. It's got all these different energies just clashing. And um, I was going to wait till a little later to bring this up, but some people think, including I've ha- I have a coworker who's like a, a sensitive, intuitive, and and she even told me this that the some people think the hotel was built on kind of like a hot bed of like paranormal energy, and so. Yeah. It's not just haunted because of the people who have died in the hotel, which there have been several tragic uh, deaths, including Alex Johnson. Oh, actually, I don't know if he died on the premises or not, but um, there have definitely been some tragedies there. But it's also just because of where it's built and where it's located Mm -hmm. that it attracts energy. I don't know. It's just a very high energy place. Is there like um, Indian burial grounds? Did he maybe build on that. I would think he wouldn't though, because that would be really disrespectful. And um, obviously (laughs) it sounds like he really respected the tribe. So yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. But if you know anything about the Black Hills, which is where um, the hotel is located, the Black Hills have a very rich and tragic history uh, when it comes to the natives, because um, Originally, the Black Hills of South Dakota were signed into a peace treaty to be given to the natives. Like we were the the Americans who were colonizing or whatever promised the Lakota tribes that they could keep the Black Hills to themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, that was supposed to be their territory. But 
then they discovered gold in the Black Hills. So, of course, mm-hmm. more and more mm-hmm. white people started coming in and pushing them out, and they didn't care about the treaty. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. there were a lot of wars, um, a lot of murders. Mm-hmm. Is this on the actual hotel grounds or just the surrounding area? The surrounding area. Okay. But very close by. I mean, we are in the Black Hills, I think, in Rapid City. So yeah. it's all it's all part of that history. But um yeah, so uh back to Alex Johnson though, he was a very interesting guy. He he worked really hard his whole life. He built himself up, obviously became very wealthy, um, and built this hotel. And the hotel was a success. Like it was drawing people in, it was making money. You know, it was actually a big part of the tourism of Rapid City. Like we, Rapid City would not be the way it is today if uh, Alex Johnson had never built this hotel. Like yeah. it, mm. it, he was kind of like a founding, pioneering figure of Rapid City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a a luxury. It was built as a luxury hotel, right? Is it still yes. considered to be like a luxury high end hotel? It is actually, it's kind of, so because it's an older hotel, it's a little dated, but Mm -hmm. the rooms are very nice. You know, it's got great amenities. They're a little smaller because of, you know, the time of when they were built, but we've Mm -hmm. actually had five presidents, I think maybe even six presidents Mm -hmm. stay in our hotel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was definitely considered a luxury hotel back then. Yeah, it's pretty big. uh, It's huge. I read that uh, Alfred Hitchcock um, and Cary Grant stayed there when they were filming, like, um, one of his movies. Do you yes. know anything about that? Yep. Um, we have a whole wall of celebrities who have stayed there, and it's got oh. to have at least, like, 50 or 60 pictures. So, and, and yeah, I couldn't name all of them. But, are yeah. these people current? Um, You know, Just a few curious. of them aren't too long ago, yeah. I mean, okay. def- like, our generation, for sure. <laughs> but... Wow. You know, like Britney Spears hasn't visited us wow. or, you know, something she like that. Britney, oh, Britney darn. Spears. I know that's probably, <laughs> that's probably a still a dated reference. Give her room 812. <laughs> wow. Well, um, I can't wait to hear about room 812 from you. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into it for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, at, so the hotel was successful. Alex Johnson was successful. He became a very wealthy, you know, influential figure. But his life was kind of like plagued by tragedy and misfortune. Mm-hmm. Um, I think shortly after, like a year or two after the hotel opened its doors, uh, his wife died because of illness, and she had been she'd been sick for a while. And uh, not too long after that, and this this story I couldn't confirm in my research, but this is kind of just a story around the hotel, and I think it's even somewhere on the Alex Johnson's uh, website. But one of the stories is that his daughter died. She was just like six or seven years old and um, she got hit by a carriage or a train and she was uh, carried to the steps of the lobby of the hotel and that's where she supposedly died. Oh, I read a polio. That's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, so what, tell me what you were able to find because this, the story I just told is, is not confirmed. Um, yeah, I just read, you know, people have said they've seen a little girl ghost and they think it might be his daughter who died of polio and she actually died at the hotel. But I mean, maybe that's not true either. You know, you always hear like a few different versions of these stories, you know, so. Well, I'm sure your version is probably, I mean, mine sounds a little exaggerated, so. (laughs) 
Oh, oh, about her dying on the steps and all that. Yeah, like yeah. probably a disease would be more. Right, because actually, who knows? Would, accidents were prevalent back then. Huh? Yeah, well, you would think that would be like in the newspapers then, because he was obviously very influential in that town. So if his daughter was hit by a train or car, or whatever, and died on the steps, you'd think like it'd be like the front page of the a news or something. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I was kind of thinking that when I was researching, and I I couldn't find anything about it, so I was like, huh, maybe. Maybe this didn't happen the way I've heard it happened. It's time for a commercial break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Strange Deafness Radio, where you can indulge in all kinds of spooky entertainment and stories about ghosts, UFOs, cryptids, and other unexplained occurrences. If you have your own story to tell, contact us at 916-741-3032 or by emailing strangedarknessradio at gmail.com. Now let's get back to Strange Darkness Radio. You never know. And then um, Alex Johnson himself died in 1938. Um, well, so after his wife and his uh, daughter died, I think he stayed in the hotel. He uh, His apartment was on the third floor. And I'm not sure if he actually died in the hotel or or somewhere else. But he died shortly after that just in... 1938 so just 10 years after the hotel opened hmm. that's interesting yeah. so let me ask you an offbeat question when mm-hmm. i don't even know how you i don't know if you saw this job online and you put in for it <laughs> and then did the interview online or you walked you know you walked into the hotel was like hmm, this would be an interesting place to uh to work i'm not sure how that came about but when you first stepped into that hotel, how did you feel? Did you feel anything particular? Did you uh, like, hmm, this is something to this particular hotel? Or did you already know about this hotel before you stepped in? So um, it was just by coincidence. You know, I just happened to apply for this job. But when I when I was researching it for my interview, um, yeah, I found out about the history and about the ghosts. And I got really excited. But uh I'm not sensitive to this kind of stuff. So when I first went in, I I would say I didn't feel anything weird. Now that I've worked there a little for a little while, I would say that it definitely has an energy. It's it's a good energy. It's very mm-hmm. it's just like a high energy. I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's buzzing, like it's happy. It's got a good vibe, good energy. Yeah. And um that's what a lot of other people say too. I will say one weird thing did happen to me. Um I think it was like my literally my first day and I was being given a tour around and we went to uh, one of the meeting spaces on the third floor, which the third floor is where Alex Johnson and his family lived. So that's supposed to be one of the haunted floors, uh, particularly by him. Hmm. But we were kind of just standing there and they were talking and giving this tour and I did start to feel weird. I, I felt like the room was moving like around me. I don't know how to explain oh, it. Wow. It was very strange. Mm-hmm. It was a meeting room? Yeah, like a big open, you know, ballroom kind of room. Okay, interesting. Um, Well, I think since you're now an employee that are they going to give you like a discount and you can stay like in that haunted room with the ghost package and do like some research for the show? (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) I get get really good discounts. You guys could come and visit me. We could all stay at the hotel. (laughs) You can get us all a great rate. (laughs) 
that would be fun. And we could do like use your ghost hunting equipment. And that would be kind of mm-hmm. cool, actually. Yeah, because I, I am curious about this particular hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so with all of this going on with this particular um, guy, who, who, who was left the hotel? Like when he passed, was he, did, he had more than one ch- child or was it, you know, who was the benefactor of the hotel to keep it going and not, um, you know? Yeah. You know, that's actually a really good question. I'm not sure who it went to. I don't believe it was his children. I think oh. probably he had a business partner okay. or someone who, who bought it out. Maybe they bought it from his family after he passed. I'm, I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, another thing, I don't know if either of you was able to find anything about this, but I think somewhere I read that he had three children, but none of them were ever mentioned again in my research. So I don't know if like they all died before him or if they all just, you know, moved and went their separate ways or there just wasn't any information yeah. about them. But yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Yeah, because it's kind of strange. Oh, go ahead, Bobby. For them to keep the hotel, a, a lot of the um, antiques and the Indian uh, tribal stuff is, is rare if it was just handed down because, again, they're going to want to yeah. get rid of a lot of those things because of the views, at, especially at that time. At that time. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, that's interesting. Although they might have just left it the way it was out of respect for Alex Johnson, you yeah, know, so who knows. People usually take over stuff they don't really yeah. care it's about it's true they don't care cost and about <laughs> this is mine now the bottom yeah. the bottom line so um but but that that's really cool um but uh so how did it where did the hauntings come into play like in in the history of the hotel so i'm not sure exactly when they started i want to say at least the 60s 70s is when people started reporting things because mm-hmm. um we have a book of, you know, guest experiences. We have one that stays on the hotel uh, front desk that anyone can look at. You can, but not anyone can write in it. I think you're supposed to write a note and then it goes up to the office. And then if, if they want to add it, they will. But in the actual office upstairs, I have seen the original book and it's a, it's old. It's really old. Yeah. I mean, the pages were brittle and falling out. So I think these experiences go back at least to the 70s and 60s. And um, although one of the, so we have a few ghosts. We have a few famous ghosts, including Alex Johnson. Um, People see the ghost of a little boy and a little girl. And no one really knows who the little boy is. But uh, the little girl is thought to be Alex Johnson's daughter who died in the hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have two different ladies in white. And... The stories for those are that in the, I want to say in the 60s, there was a bride who was staying in the bridal suite on the eighth floor and she jumped out of the window and, you know, committed suicide. At least it was, it was determined to be a suicide. Yeah. But friends of hers said that she, she never would have done that. She was a happy, friendly girl. Um, She had just gotten married. And. She stood to inherit some money or something like that. So there was thought to be some foul play involved. Yeah. Like (laughs) no one's really sure what really happened. Her husband had somebody uh, throw her out that window. uh, Yeah. That's what what people think. Is there like um, 
I've read that story quite a few places. So, but nobody ever mentioned her name. Is there like um? Do you have like that information, Carolyn? No, I don't, and I wasn't able to find anything mm-hmm. about it either. Um, hmm. But there is another woman who committed suicide in one of the rooms, and I'm not sure which room it was, and I'm not sure which floor it was. And I honestly, I don't know her name either. But um, that story has been legitimized because uh, we actually had a sheriff who stayed in our hotel and he heard about the ghost stories and he got curious. So he actually went to the police department and did some research and he was able mm-hmm. to find the actual crime scene photos of this uh, uh, of this suicide mm-hmm. and brought them to the hotel. So they're wow. actually mm-hmm. in that book and you can look at them now and I've seen them. And uh, it, they look old. These pictures mm-hmm. look really old. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know when this happened, but um, she committed suicide in the bathroom by hanging herself. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is intense. Is that room 812? I think it might be, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure which room it was. I think it was actually. Yeah. That book that you're talking about, so have, did you go back like to the very first entry and is that dated with the story? Yes, uh, some of the entries are dated. I wish that I would have paid more attention. I haven't actually looked at the book in a while because I, I gave it back to the person who let me borrow it. And then okay. I asked for it back, but he never, I guess he never saw my message because I still uh, haven't gotten it back. <laughs> this is the original or just the, the one at the desk? <laughs> That's the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so um, I so wish I would have paid more attention book, to the dates. What, was it the stories that guests were writing about their experiences in the rooms? Is that what it is or... Yep, it's um, guest experiences. I think sometimes workers will write in it too, but it's mostly guest experiences. And um, looking through the book, it's interesting because you'll see like a pattern. You'll see like different guests who are having similar experiences, but you know they don't know each other. They stayed yeah. months or years apart from each other, mm-hmm. but they're reporting the same things. So that's kind of interesting yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see like that first entry like what they were at about yeah yeah you have to like take a picture of it or something and then post yeah. it yeah you're that's a good idea i'll find i'll try to find it and then i'll take a picture maybe we can put a post on ig or something yeah when, when the yeah. show or release the episode be, that'd be pretty mm-hmm. cool um also my, my question is like are these all rooms all over the place as far as what the particular stories in the book is about, or is it always pertaining to a couple of different rooms and it turns out to be the same rooms? It's funny you ask that because as I was reading them, I was kind of writing down the different room numbers to see mm-hmm. if, you know, if they were repeat numbers. And um, a lot of the time it's seven, the seventh floor, the eighth floor, the ninth floor, and I think that's it. I don't think I saw anyone, you know, on the fifth floor saying anything or the, the well, we don't really have rooms on the third floor, but. Uh, how many um, floors are in this hotel? It's 11 floors. Okay. And um, all original. So it was 11 floors when it was built and you get an amazing view from the top. It's it's incredible. Um, the layout of the hotel itself is kind of interesting. There's a lot of like weird, weird corners and weird nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of that's due to like remodeling because I think when when Alex Johnson first opened the hotel, it had kind of like a dorm style. So the rooms didn't have their own bathrooms. So there were like these mm-hmm. dorm bathrooms in the middle of the floors that they got rid of. Mm-hmm. But 
One interesting story that I heard uh, was from a friend who works with me at my other job, but he used to work at the Alex Johnson Hotel. And um, <laughs> so when you get off the elevators, there's you can go left or right. And then as you're walking, they both kind of turn. And then once you get to the end of these hallways, they turn again, but only like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like they have weird like pockets. And this coworker was like doing something in one of the rooms. And he said that he had a bell cart and the bell cart actually like moved by itself down the hall and it turned by itself and it just stopped right in front of the elevators. Yeah. And he said that that scared the crap out of him. Guess it's just bizarre occurrences, you know, that happen, you know, such as the, uh, the elevator stopping between floors the doors just opening yep. randomly, mm-hmm. closing mm-hmm. on their own. Um, you know, then it just uh, a eerie feeling of somebody's in the elevator with you as you ride up the elevators. And um, yes, yeah, yeah. So, so I I find that interesting because um, one being confined in a space like that with <laughs> something that you feel is like with you, and then let alone if it right? stops. Yeah, um, scary. That would that would freak me <laughs> out. But I, I I've had elevator ghostly um situations occur. Um, what? You know, to, to no me. way. So, oh yeah. What yeah. happened? There is a scenario. I felt that someone, you know, because like we we you know we go to various hospitals and different things, and this particular hospital. I always have the feeling that someone gets gets into the elevator with me because what happens is uh, there's like four elevators. I um, generally get in the middle elevator. When I, when I walk into the elevator, the doors are closing, then they abruptly stop and then they open back up. So when this first happened, I, you know, looked out like, okay, anybody, you know, getting on, did someone press the button, you know? And so I'm thinking they're trying to stop the elevator. Because what I always mm-hmm. do, I when 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 somebody gets on and they're like, "Oh, hold the elevator," right? I always hit the wrong button mm-hmm. to close the door, as opposed to <laughs> keep them open. And, uh, I do that too, actually. And uh, it's so <sighs> funny. But um, so when it first happened to me, I, you know, I looked out like, "Okay, no one's here." Okay, that's weird, right? So I step back and I, you know, hit the floor that I'm going to, and then the elevator, you know, closes. And right as it's closing, you know, right as, you know, the crack is about to close and it's about to be solid, right? The doors are shut. It -hmm. opens back up again. I'm like, okay, this is weird. Oh, that's weird. So I look out again. Nobody's there. I'm like, okay. I'm thinking like, let me get out of this elevator now because I don't want to get stuck in this elevator, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, so as that happens, I'm thinking, I'm contemplating on whether or not I should get out. Then I was like, no, let me let me just try this one more time, right? Hit the, hit the door again, and it closes. I'm like, okay, that was odd. And then so I proceed to get out of the elevator, go to this particular lab, and it's usually pick up a specimen or something's going on, you know, blood-related. And uh, so I, I'll head back out, and as I head back out, for whatever reason, same elevator, no one's called it. And again, this hospital is extremely busy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'm contemplating on whether or not I should get on this particular elevator or wait until the next one. I just don't, you know, want to have any issues, you know, with, uh, you know, being trapped in the elevator in the hospital. So I uh, reluctantly get back on the freaking uh, elevator 
as you know, <laughs> I turn and we're going down, the it hits the bottom, the elevator doors start to open up, then it closes real quick. I'm like, what is the deal with this elevator, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there's something wrong with this elevator. So I, I end up getting out, stepping out. It was an orderly or something was walking around. I was like, hey, there's something going on with this elevator. He's like, no, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, I keep, the doors keep opening and closing and stuff. You know, he's like, no, there's not an issue that I'm aware of. Maybe I should let maintenance know or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, seems to happen, you know, to me, right? So I leave. <laughs> I come back like, I don't know, two weeks later or whenever uh, the time is. Same scenario happens. Same thing happens. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, What's, there's something going on with this elevator. I'm asking around. The people are like, no, the elevator's totally fine. So uh, what I didn't know is that this um, particular elevator, when it goes to the um, the basement, because um, I generally go to the basement and come up to the, to the first floor. Uh, I didn't know the morgue, something with morgues with me, but the morgue was like right around the corner. And I'm uh. like, okay, I didn't, I didn't know that, right? Which, again, people will say, it doesn't matter. There's four other elevators there. Why this particular elevator, right? Right. So as I get into this elevator, once again, it's probably the, this has probably happened like three times, you know, every time, meaning the third time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, now, you know what? I'm going to start talking to this ghost. I'm, it's a ghost. Like, I'm just already oh, believing it's a ghost. <laughs> So, um, Don't do it, Bobby. <laughs> so uh, so I, I, I get on the elevator, and then I say, hey, are you going to get on? And then as the doors are closing, <laughs> the doors open up real quick, and then it, it uh, then it shuts, no problem. And then I go up to the next floor, so it didn't do the stutter to where it does it twice or three times, which normally what? happens. And then so I go, um, at this time, I think I'm dropping off something or doing something. I don't remember what I'm doing at this hospital. And uh, so I get on the elevator and then I said, we're going down. So you need to get on now. I need to hurry up and get back. And uh, so, you know, let's get on now. So you, you don't open the doors twice, you know, on me, mm-hmm. right? Does not open the doors twice. So we go down the elevator. I leave, blah, blah, blah. Come back. However, I don't know, many days or months. I don't even know when it was. Go back again. I talk to the elevator or the person. Hey, I'm getting on the elevator. You coming? You know, so the doors don't have to open up multiple times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doesn't do it. But I was like, okay, I'm just fooling myself. This sounds stupid. I'm going to stop doing, you know, what I'm doing, right? <laughs> right. Talking to this freaking thing. And, uh, you know, and again, it just happens that no one's around for the most part. And uh, I stopped doing it. When I get come back to the hospital the next time, didn't do it. Guess what? It did the whole thing. Oh, it started wow. doing it again. Yeah, started doing it again. That's creepy. I'm like, okay, this That's is really weird. Creepy. So, uh, so that yeah, I, I did that a couple of times, and for whatever reason, again, I don't know. You know, they say ghosts, you know, don't really haunt hospitals, which I've seen multiple, uh, you know, apparitions at hospitals. But so wait, they say that oh, I've never I heard that. Well, the staff, yeah, I believe yeah, the staff says that all be. the time. I thought uh, it was because, like a common thing. Like you know, there's constantly spirits roaming around the hospitals no they say because of the whether it's the trauma or they don't want to hang around there but they say they don't really have an issue you know with, they just uh, tell you that so you'll so you'll go drop off the blood and well, you no, won't I'm, I'm looking for stories <laughs> i'm looking for stories so i'm always yeah. asking people you know uh-huh. you would think hospitals like hey you know mm-hmm. definitely have some stories but nope yeah other right. than that one uh one <laughs> little uh black lady who said baby don't get on that uh gurney you don't know who's gonna get up with you and I was like, oh, snap. And, Wait, uh, what? Yeah, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> this particular hospital. She's like, so many people oh. died on that gurney. You don't want to sit on or lean up against it. 
because <laughs> uh, somebody might get up with you. But uh, but yeah. So anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've heard that. and I've heard and seen the opposite. I've seen so many like videos of you know mm-hmm. security guards at ho- yeah. at hospitals talking to nobody, and then mm-hmm. you know nurses who you know will record like a curtain opening by itself, and they say that um they're they're haunted because of the people who die there and they're confused and they don't know that they're dead. So I've it's, seen that mm-hmm. at um old folks homes and um those mm-hmm. type of you know. Um, places, but um, not really hospitals. None of the security oh, guards. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that elevator story is creepy because you would think that in a hospital they would be keeping their elevators like in tip-top shape. Oh yeah. So that, it's kind of weird yeah. that it's doing that. Yes. Yeah, it's it's it's. it's uh, you need to record that, Bobby. Next time, like an experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hospital. They'd be like HIPAA. HIPAA don't record HIPAA. But, um, <laughs> it's just the elevator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, sorry to that uh, diatribe, but um. No, you're fine. I it's funny because I actually when I first started at the hotel, I would do the same thing every time because we have stories about the elevator. Like I I'm sure you brought that up because you oh, yeah. read something about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we definitely have stories about the elevators. So every time I would be on the elevator by myself, I would be like, "Hello, is anyone there?" And I'd kind of be talking. And then I told my roommate that, and she was like, oh, so the security guards are watching you talk to yourself in the elevators like a crazy person. <laughs> That's <laughs> I like, hilarious. Oh, yeah, I yeah. in there. <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> that is too funny. But um, since we're talking about the elevators, um, we have... We have some weird stories with the elevators, definitely, and it's de- I've experienced it. Like, it'll go to the wrong floor, you know, you'll be going to the second floor, and it'll just go right past it and go all the way up to the 11th for no reason. It'll stop on floors where there is nobody, and the doors will open, and there's no one there. Um, definitely, or it'll just get stuck sometimes, and you're waiting for, like, 20 minutes. Are you serious? You know, not in the elevator, but, like, you'll oh, be standing okay. there waiting for the oh, elevator okay. to come. I wouldn't want to be inside mm. of the elevator. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, one of the ghost stories that I've heard from a coworker is that a girl who worked at the hotel was standing in the lobby waiting for the elevator, and a man approached her, and he was we- he was dressed weird. He was wearing like old clothes, didn't fit in, and he looked really flustered. And he told this girl that he couldn't find the stairs, and she was like, "Well, you can just wait with me for the elevator." And he kind of looked at her almost angry and was like the hotel Alex Johnson doesn't have an elevator and then he just you know walked away or she turned around and he was gone I don't know but what's interesting about that is that I believe that in the original hotel where the elevators are now used to be the stairwell and it didn't have elevators at least that's what I've heard Mm -hmm. and this girl would have no way of knowing that you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's that was an interesting. Yeah, that's really creepy. Oh, yeah, that's really creepy. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to ask also. Was this, you know, the elevator still the original elevator or has it been updated? They've definitely, the ho- so I'm not 100% sure. I was, I was told that it didn't have elevators when it first opened, but I think they did install at least one elevator shortly after that. But um, I think they added the second elevator and we're even adding a third now because oh. the elevators are just so tricky and slow. So um, they're doing construction, you know, all throughout the hotel right now to add that third elevator. So I don't know. That's an interesting question. So um, do we want to talk about room uh, 812 yet? I, so 
I'm such a bad researcher, but I don't actually know anything specific about 812, hmm. except for the, I think that the woman who hung herself in the bathroom, I think that happened in 812. And I know that it is like a hot, hotbed room, yeah. like a lot of activity. Is but that yeah, the Bobby, room? if you... Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, is that the room where you can reserve it for the ghost package? Is that the same yeah. room? Yeah, oh, okay. it is. So it is one, it's our most haunted room, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so I didn't even know you guys had a ghost package. So you you guys lean into that whole um, ghost thing, right? Yep. We've been featured on Ghost Hunters. Um, Franco TV did an episode at our hotel and he stayed at the hotel. And yeah, we have a ghost package where you can um, stay in the haunted room. And we even give you like a little EMF reader and some ghost hunting equipment Are you serious? and we give cool. you access. Yeah, it ac it actually is cool because you get access to the entire hotel, um, including the 11th floor, which usually that's uh, blocked off to members of our Vertex Club. So it's really? a good deal. I love that the hotel embraces the haunted history instead of just denying, oh no, there's nothing going on here. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool that they offer that actually. You know, that alone, just the fact that they like embrace it so much and just the also just the stories that I've heard like really makes me believe it. Um, when I first started at the hotel, obviously I was excited about the ghost, but I was also kind of like, you know, yeah, whatever. Everyone says they that their house is haunted or their hotel is haunted. But the more people I talk to, the more I'm convinced. I mean, almost everybody who works there has a story and or or you've mm -hmm. they've heard a story from someone and even even random people like I was getting my hair done the other day and the hairdresser uh, said that she had a friend who stayed at the hotel with her daughter and um, she said that she called her at like two in the morning and said you have to come pick me up my daughter won't stop talking to somebody and there's nobody in our room and <laughs> so I've heard some crazy stories. Hmm. Huh? How old was the daughter? Like a kid, like six or seven. And that's a common occurrence. Um, families who stay with us who have little kids, it's very common that they'll say that their kids are talking to someone and there's nobody there. Oh, huh. that's fascinating, actually. Wow. Mm -hmm. so, um, so have you ventured into any of these areas that they say are haunted or have you, you know, pretty much not stayed away, but just did your job? You weren't really focused on um, checking these spots out? Well, I don't have access to the rooms because, you know, I never know if a room is occupied or not. So I, I can go and wander through the halls, but, um, and I have a few times, but now I've mostly just, you know, done my job and kind of been in and out. But I know that the basement has a lot of activity, Ooh, the seventh, eighth, ninth like. floors. Huh? I said, I can imagine what that basement looks like because I'm pretty sure it's storage, you know, area and, um, you know you know, old, the, you know, all the stuff that, you know, the, the, the hotel has been accumulating over the uh, decades is probably in there. And uh, yeah, yep. Yep. and not only that, but um, the basement is all original. And when you go down there, it's like a labyrinth. Like, even if you didn't know about the ghosts, it would be a creepy place. Like, it's just the layout's really confusing and weird and it's big and you can get lost really easily. Um. Also, when the hotel first opened, there were actually a few businesses that were in the basement. So I think there was like a barber shop at one point and and some other stuff. I'm not really sure, but 
there's definitely been some um, creepy stories from the basement workers. Oh, wow. Uh, so, um, yeah, do you, you remember any of those uh, creepy stories? And basement, you guys have basement workers? Like, what do you mean? Like, well, like the maintenance the guys and like the laundry is down there. So the housekeeping Ooh. go down there and, you know, stuff like that. But um, one story, one of the maintenance guys told me he was like d- down there fixing something, doing some work. And like he had this um, radio alarm clock from one of the rooms and it just started going off. And like it was really loud and it was just playing radio really loud. And he said that he kept turning it off and he'd walk away, go finish, go, you know, continue what he was doing and it would go off again. And he'd go turn it off, walk away, go do what he was doing and it would go off again. So he finally got frustrated and he actually unplugged it and he said he turned around and it started going off again and it was completely unplugged. That's (laughs) crazy. So that's one of the creepier stories. I know that people hear footsteps down there. Um, They'll hear like echoing voices when... You know, they're pretty sure that they're alone. Uh, I think sometimes they'll hear music. So like do, you, like do you think you're going to have your first paranormal experience in this hotel? <laughs> I hope so. But it won't be my first paranormal experience. It will be my second paranormal okay, experience. Well, we, weren't, yeah, we, we were not we sure cemetery, if that right? was a, a bum yep. or <laughs> it's still a, a disembodied debate, voice. I think, I think it was a ghost. It was not a homeless person. Yeah. yeah, it was the ghost. Okay, okay. But, so we we're, okay. We're, we'll, we'll we'll go with that from now on then. Um, <laughs> this spot, this but yeah, I hope so. I really want to see a ghost and have an experience. I've, like I said, I've gotten so many stories from coworkers and just people out and about. People at my other job. Um, everybody's got a story. Wait, um, I just thought of something. You need, to, like, on your lunch break, you need to bring your Ouija board mm. and do, like, a little <laughs> session there. I bet that's you something f- fascinating would happen. You should go to the basement. That's yeah. Or board would they, I wonder if they would let you, like, visit room 812 or something. Or would that be a no-no as an employee? I don't know. She can, she can uh, you know, take the ghost package. <laughs> I mean, you say you need yeah, to do research, right? Yeah. Right. Actually, That's, I'm not opposed to that. I would I would rent out that room and do a Ouija board sesh. Yeah. I think you should do the ghost wow. package and bring your Ouija board. That would be amazing to see that, actually. Amy says that you from uh, that. Sacramento, California. I know. <laughs> <laughs> from the safety of your guys' Sacramento. Well, I mean, you could um, oh, stream man. it, and like, I would be there with you virtually. No, she'll, so she'll, you just like fl- the last time. Yeah. No, <laughs> I did it by myself. You, you, she'll do it when you hey, show you up. you wanted to do that. Nobody forced you. <laughs> yeah, you that was your idea. That was hilarious. your idea, but I wanted to do it. <laughs> That, that was funny. That, that was funny. But yeah. um, I think that would be amazing. No, no, I'm not opposed to that. That's a good idea. Yeah, but that's that's really interesting. I mean, the hotel um is really interesting, and also just the stories alone. I, I am curious about the book, uh, just to see mm-hmm. what stories that people have put in there, and uh, you know what if what experiences they've had that correlate to other, you know, people's, um, you know, experience. And then also, you know, is it possible that these people are reading the book and, um, you know, then they'll be like, I'm going to top that. I'm going to say I've had this experience and so on and so yeah. forth, you know, it, yeah. it, it would be it's cool possible. if they didn't, they couldn't, didn't have access to the book and then they, you know, wrote their story. Then 
you know, you guys can correlate them together and say, oh, crap, okay, you know, maybe this story might make it because uh, it, it, it kind of corresponds with a, a situation that someone else had. So, um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of the I was pretty convinced by some of the um, entries that matched up. And, you know, sometimes people will even go to the ghost book and they'll write like, hey, I stayed in this room. Nothing happened. It's not haunted. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. a lot of a lot of the entries were stuff like um, like the the TV would turn off and on or they would go to bed and all the doors and drawers were closed and then they wake up and all the doors are open and the drawers and the desks and, and dressers have been pulled out and they're open. Um, a lot of, there were It'd a couple different entries. If that happened, I would check that out. would, yeah, <laughs> I would be done. That would creep me out. <laughs> Just yeah. FYI, I'm, I'm going to the next room if that, if that happens. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, I stayed in the Hotel Del Coronado one time and that hotel I think is supposed to be haunted too. Mm-hmm. And um, the bathroom light went on in the middle of the night and that completely freaked me out. But Was it motion sensor or was it um, you had to flip the switch? Or flip I don't think it was a motion sensor actually, but um, yeah, no, but I didn't ask to stay in another room though, so... But um, I don't know. That kind of stuff's kind of like fun when that happens, though. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be interesting. I mean, you know, if if it was motion, well, either way, I guess. But at least if it was motion, you know, sensing, then you would, you know, you can make a hundred excuses on why it went off. But yeah, if like you it could have been a bug or button, something. Yeah, if you actually have to push the button for that light to come on, then that's yeah. a whole another. You know, that's a whole another yeah. thing. This is like at two o'clock in the morning, though. So who knows? But that's yeah. Weird. Yeah, but haunted hotels are a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, I'm actually jealous that you get to go there every single day, and um, that would be cool if something actually did happen to you. I mean, nothing bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> she said that would be cool like if that. something happened to you. No wonder why you're going Hold insane. Hold on, elevator shaft. <laughs> that would be great if no. you got trapped in the elevator. <laughs> Carolyn so jumped cool. off the eleventh floor, so we need to figure out what happened. No, but (laughs) it is a really cool place to work. I'm very excited about the ghosts. Um, The the thing that happened to you at the Coronado, that's actually a pretty common thing that was in the book. Uh, People will say that the lights in the bathroom will turn on and and the toilets will flush by themselves a lot. And that's weird because you definitely have to like push the handle. For the right. toilet to flush, yeah, like it doesn't be, just do that. Yeah, because usually at hotels, the the uh, when the toilet flushes, it sounds like a freaking hyper jet, you know, taking <laughs> off. You yeah, know, that's just right. Just because yeah, there's of, no you know, definitely going to the wake up. To sc- yeah, yeah, that, that's, that <laughs> probably scare the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> literally. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And and it would be scary because th- that's what they'll say in the book. They'll be like, "Well, I was." Uh, half asleep and I thought my husband got up and I, I heard him walk to the bathroom and use the bathroom and then I look over and he's sleeping right next to me and mm-hmm. yeah that would be very scary yeah it always seems like it's like a bathroom thing in the middle of the night and it's like a haunted hotel it's kind of funny well I mean because that is the other room you know you, you know what I mean so uh because you're in the main room and so they've been trying to tug on your toe the whole night and you know, they just couldn't pull it. Happening. And then so they're like, they're in the bathroom <laughs> trying to flip switches and uh, flush toilets, you know, concentrating. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that whole yeah. process. But, um, Interesting. Hmm. Exactly. Well, let's go ahead and take a break and uh, we'll be back uh, and get more into 
uh, Carolyn's uh, new job. So we'll be back. <laughs> Are you in the Sacramento area craving to turn your vision into body art? Sacred Ink, the sanctuary of Diana Cuevas, Sacramento's tattoo virtuoso, awaits you. Step into a realm where creativity thrives and artistry dances to life. Witness the extraordinary talent of Diana Cuevas firsthand, just like our host, Bobby Washington, whose journey at Sacred Ink was truly enchanting. It's now your turn. For tattoos and an experience that transcends the ordinary, visit Sacred Ink. Connect with them on Instagram at Sacred Ink and at Less Tattoos. Now let's get back to Strange Darkness Radio. How's that going, Bobby? How's your tattoo healing? Oh, it's going great. It's uh, it's healing up. It's uh, really nice. I love it. You guys should go and check that out if you're in the Sacramento area. Diana is an amazing artist, and uh, she's incredible, so I would suggest her to anyone. Alex Johnson, him being a ghost and, um, you know, walking around, talking to employees, that whole mm-hmm. thing, I mean, is... Mm-hmm. You know, have a lot of the current employees experienced that with uh, with him or, you know. So I haven't heard any personal stories of that encounter, but I have heard of that happening where um, he'll kind of approach you while you're, you know, standing by yourself or he'll approach you while you're in the elevator and he'll just start kind of like barking orders at you like, hey, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. And oh, you're wow. just thinking like, who is this guy? Like, I've never oh, seen you like before. In the and then- actual, uh, you know in the flesh type thing, not. Yeah. Like they'll see him and think he's a real person. And then I think later they put two and two together that, Oh, that's Alex Johnson. But as it's happening, they're just kind of like, who's this weird old man telling me what to do? Like, Oh wow! but yeah, I have heard of that happening. Is there like any pictures of him at the hotel? Cause I couldn't find anything about what he looks like. Yeah. There's a couple online, like, like his obituary had a, a picture and his, um, I found a picture of him, a really old picture of him standing with like some bellboys um, in front of the hotel. I think I posted it on Instagram. If you want to look at that, it's. Oh, he was in that creepy. picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's in that picture with the bellboys. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I wasn't sure if he was in that picture either. Yeah. Oh, I should have like circled it or something, but yeah, he, you can tell it's him cause he's the old man. And then the rest of them were like these young bellboys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he's definitely one of the ghosts. The children ghosts are very uh, common, especially with families with children. They'll they'll their kids will talk to someone and play with kids who are not there. The um the front desk workers say that they've heard like running and laughing, like children are playing up on the second mm-hmm. landing, but late at night, like at two in the morning, and when there's nobody there. So mm-hmm. um definitely heard that. The Starbucks, for some reason, is very active. Um, and that was built more recently. Obviously, so I kind of wonder if maybe the construction of it like stirred something up, but a lot of weird stuff goes down in the Starbucks. The employees all have stories. Um, They say they'll hear their name being called. And I've actually seen uh, footage that they showed me from the security cameras of like things being thrown off of shelves, not just falling, like they're being thrown straight out off of the shelves. You know why? weird. 
the ghosts don't want the Starbucks there. Yeah, they probably, like, mess something up, you know, the, like, I don't know, whatever the original... Yeah, whatever. That's, used to be yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. What did it used to be? That area that was made into Starbucks. Do you know what it was? I'm not sure before? what it was before. It might have been a different restaurant. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. I'm not sure what it was, it but I, I do think it restaurant. stirred something up. Have, you know, yeah. Been uh, Alex mm. jo- Johnson's favorite restaurant or something. I don't know. I know. Yeah. And he's just not happy yeah. with the Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> what is well, this? That's... Mermaid. <laughs> right. What is this crap? coffee crap <laughs> um that's another interesting story actually so like i said i work on the third floor we I, where our office is actually not know that I don't, I don't know where you work we didn't we, we didn't ask oh, that we don't want to get maybe into i didn't detail. say it yeah exa- <laughs> yeah we don't want to have no egg stalkers show up at uh oh your job. well oh, yeah. cats out of the bag but uh, oh, damn. i work at i work on the third floor and where our office is is actually across literally across the hall from where Alex Johnson and his family apartments were. And this also happens to be where they're putting the new elevators in. Hmm. So when they when they started building the new elevators, they actually had to push a wall back or take down one of the walls in Alex Johnson's room. And ever since then, supposedly there's been a lot of activity with the construction workers. Uh, they'll report weird things happening one of them was actually working in there and the wall actually fell down and he almost got crushed and it's this big heavy concrete wall like it makes it really doesn't make any sense how it would have just fallen on its own but it did um so i think alex johnson is a little ticked off with us right now because we're changing things and yeah building things and getting rid of his stuff but um, who, yeah, and then there's also there's also just some random ghosts. Like um, one of the housekeepers said that she was cleaning a room one day, and this lady came in and she was wearing like this really weird green dress, and she looked kind of confused. And she came in, she came into the room as she was cleaning this room, and started asking her like for directions or something. And um, she gave her the directions and the lady walked out of the room and she kind of thought, you know, she seemed upset. I'm going to go check on her and see if she's okay. So she followed her pretty much right outside of the room and she was just gone. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of hit her afterwards. Like, Oh, she was dressed really weird. Like her clothes were not from this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got some traveler ghosts for sure. Yeah. Um, one other story that I just think is so... Did you have a question, Bobby? Sorry. No, no, no. I was just finding it finding that interesting because, you, you know, you don't really think about it. There are, you know, people, especially older uh, people, especially, you know, back in the, whether it's the early 1900s or 1800s, that mm-hmm. probably loved come, going to that hotel and that passed yeah. away and they make, you know, their voyage back, you know, spiritually or, you know... Um, and some who probably passed away, even of natural causes, you know, in these rooms and, uh, they probably still walk the halls, you know, that's true. Like random people that you would never know their names or who they were, but they've maybe stayed at the hotel and, you know, traveling back then wasn't easy. I mean, going, going to a hotel was a big deal. And so, and it was a really nice hotel back then. I mean, the ballroom and the dinner services and yeah, Yeah, so I'm sure we have a few going out and that was your, you know, your time on the town and everything else. And, uh, you know, then the people who were well, well off, they lived in these hotels, 
you know, mm-hmm. stayed there for months on end. So, um, so yeah, that's interesting. But go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. I'm just trying to think of any ghost stories that I might not have mentioned yet. Um, I know that for sure things weird things happen to the housekeepers all the time. Like they'll get tapped on their shoulder and they turn around and no one's there. And and that bell cart story that I told, that one is so weird to me because the the bell cart literally went down the hall, made a left turn and just stopped <laughs> right in front of the elevator. It's like someone was pushing it and then waiting for the elevator. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> my favorite story that I've heard so far was from uh, one of the front desk attendants, the night workers, and she told me that one night the front desk got a call at two in the morning from a single man who was staying in, I think he was staying in room 812. And if I'm not mistaken, I do think that that's where either the lady in white jumped out of the window or maybe it was the other woman who committed suicide. But one of them definitely has a connection to that room. So yeah, no, it was the, uh, the 812 was the, um, the lady, um, who was getting, who got married, you know, the bride. That, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Cause she jumped out of an eight story window. So that makes sense. But, um, so he called down to the front desk and he was upset and he said, the lady in white is in my room and she's trying to seduce me and I have a wife and you need to come up here and tell her to leave. <laughs> what the hell? Did he oh, he was genuinely upset because he had a wife and this ghost was harassing him and wouldn't leave him alone. And the front desk girl was like, uh, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do about this. Wow. Oh my god. I think she was I think the they actually sent someone now? up. Well, was that he, was a was good drinking? man. He would not even cheat with a ghost. I <laughs> mean, he was first of all, Amy, he was affair. probably drunk. Because if, <laughs> if that and again, here notate this. She had on white gown, oh, dress, yeah. whatever. She was butt naked. He wouldn't have called nobody. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. White's like a seductive color, like in the middle of the night. I mean, right? you know? yes, yeah. Lingerie. Maybe she wasn't that. Maybe the ghost wasn't that good looking. He was yeah, maybe drunk. he just wasn't yeah. into her. <laughs> I think that's story so funny. I kind of thought the same thing. Like, oh, he just sounds like a crazy guy. But it is kind of weird that it was an eight. <laughs> if it wasn't eight twelve, it was definitely on the eighth floor, and that's that's her territory. So yeah. I think that's interesting. Mm. And I think she's kind of known for that. I think she likes to harass the uh, male guests who are traveling alone. Well, um, because so. what I, uh, you know what? Um, in looking you know further into the story, um, it was said that her husband had been unfaithful, and that's why mm-hmm. she uh, she jumped. So oh. maybe she could be trying to get him back by seducing other men, you know, on that floor. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's get back possible. at him. Yeah. Hmm. That's um, interesting. See, I didn't know. I didn't hear that part of it. Yeah. So well, that's interesting. I, I wonder if she's had any luck, though. <laughs> any other willing men? I mean, that's that's the only, another show. That's the only call they've that gotten. Doing, so. that's oh, yeah, that show. is another show. <laughs> yeah. Another show. We can't, we can't give that away. That's another yet. show. You know, succubus. <laughs> um, very interesting. But. Um, Spectrophilia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it's very interesting. I mean, like I said, it's a beautiful hotel. And, yeah. um, you know, at the time, I'm pretty sure it was like the Hilton, you know, um, and it probably still is as far as just being very nice. But uh, a lot of people went there and had different experiences for whatever reason left a lasting impression on them. Because, again, who knows about how death works? You know, you always think about things that make you happy and places that you've 
seen and been to that you want to experience and then you, you know, dream and wish about being at that particular spot. And I don't know, maybe it's uh, those people living out there, other spectral lives, you know, at this hotel uh, without yeah. paying any uh, <laughs> room fees <laughs> and, uh, you know, just having fun with uh, customers. So, um, but yeah, then also, you know, come to think about it as we're talking about the whole women and uh, men thing. I wonder how many um, women of the night frequent, you know, this Have hotel. To the Alex Johnson. Yeah, yeah, just based upon what was happening and uh, what all the workers that were, you know, probably oh, staying there. Oh, like back there. then? Yeah. Ex- yeah, yeah not, not that's currently. true. I never thought about that. I mean, Wait, why would you think there'd be... Why would you think that, though, Bobby? <laughs> why would it, there be a lot of women was, of the night cause there? Because back, back in the day, you you know, you know, there was this still the oldest... Uh, profession, Amy, if you don't know what that is, besides just uh, know general labor. <laughs> that was not that kind um, so, of a hotel. So, the oh, yeah, sure it was. Based upon, you know, um, what was happening in that area and all the things that um, were being built, even with yeah. the, you know, the hustle and bustle of town. Yes, you had women of the night working these um, hotels. And uh, maybe in the very early days, just because it was a brand new city, it was all being built. It was oh, kind of like a pioneer yeah, in your town exactly and then i'm talking about the the rich but, men who are paying for whatever services that weren't going to the seedier hotels in that area but right. um but yeah. um but yeah and all the i mean come on there's so many so so many different things that happen at hotels that we're not privy to that mm-hmm. get covered up and um those ghosts could be there haunting those rooms and uh you know it could be a whole nother life of entities living out their lives as you guys are you know walking and doing your thing and they're out doing their thing it's all about what just slips over through the veil and who's a old enough ghost to know how to you know seep through that veil and you know grab a toe flush right. a toilet Show turn a light on you know uh so uh so yeah it, it's interesting to me because um you know i just do believe that uh these things are out there and uh we don't know what they are you know, like I said, it looks like a nice hotel. I think we need to visit. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. And, uh, I like the rooftop too. Looks like you you yeah. have like drinks and hors d'oeuvres out there. It's beautiful up there. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, um, looks like a fun date spot or something. It is. It's perfect for that. It's really nice. It's fancy. Um, we've got these big patios that are literally on the rooftop, and they've we've got these really nice fireplaces and. Yeah, you can have a drink and just chill out. And you can see the entire city from up there. Like, it is, yeah. it's really gorgeous. Has there um, been any, um, you know, people saying they saw anything up there? Any experiences up on the roof? On the 11th floor? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything specifically about the top floors. Um, most That's of not the, where the, uh, the lady threw herself off the building? Or was it out the window? No, she supposedly threw herself out the 8th floor window oh, okay oh um, out of that i think room. she yeah yeah i think she was the one that stayed in 812 yeah um and you know like we said we don't know if she jumped or if she was thrown there was kind yeah. of some controversy around that but it's uh if it's a true story which i don't see even though there's no evidence i can I, we can't find anything in our research that doesn't mean it didn't happen because you know back mm-hmm. then they weren't exactly posting things like oh, that yeah. online no, no, so. no the hotel you know we're suppressing stuff like that because they wanted you to stay that's at their true. hotel and so they that's were true. you know sneaking bodies out and everything else and they don't want you to think someone died in a room that you're going to stay in 
That's true. I didn't think of that. If anything, the hotel back then probably didn't want the press and exactly. didn't want people knowing about it. So, mm-hmm. but um, I do believe that story. And I, I really do believe that the hotel was built on some kind of a, like a, what is that called? They say that there's like, there's spots where like electromagnetic fields cross and that this creates like a portal for like other dimensions and mm-hmm. like spirits to kind of go in and out. I think it was built on something like that. Yeah. Um, because we not only have the ghosts of, you know, people who have stayed in the hotel and died in the hotel, but uh, there used to be, people used to think that there was a negative entity in the hotel and it would kind oh. of mess with people. And I'm not sure exactly what it used to do, but um, supposedly it's gone now. Um, the energy, the <laughs> energy in the hotel is good. Like they got, I don't know what somebody did, but they got rid of it. But yeah. I've heard that they used to think that there was like a bad energy in there that would just kind of wander around the hotel and mess with people. So I believe it. I believe the stories. I believe my coworkers. I believe, you know, the people who've told me their stories. Um, I'm excited. I hope something happens to me so I can share that. But yeah, fingers crossed, Carolyn. (laughs) Maybe I will do the Ouija board thing. That's a great idea. I think you should. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> probably guaranteed to have something happen if you do that. So you just bring back the negative bad juju. That's interesting. Yeah. So so no, so that's the only thing you heard about negative spirits is that some one was there and it somehow got released or somebody, you know, did something. To yeah, it. they said there was a bad energy. It would mostly Thank stay in the shit. basement. I'm not sure what it would do. I haven't heard anything like no one's ever told me any stories about people getting hurt or being like super scared, but um, supposedly it would just kind of move around the hotel and come out every once in a while and just mess with people like, like poltergeist activity. Like I almost wonder if some of the stories of like drawers being pulled out and like, you know, toilets flushing. I wonder if that might be it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if there's a hotel built on like limestone or quartz or something that, you know, kind of, you know. Um, yeah. That attracts. Yeah. Magnifies. You absorbs. Know, that yeah. type of um, spirit mm-hmm. activity. And, uh, you know, just based upon, you know, the surrounding area and uh, all that. Yeah, that'd be interesting to find out. Yeah. Well, like I said, let us know if you have any um, paranormal experience or if you, um, (laughs) you know, get more info on the book. And we would love to uh, see, you know, just even the book itself, you know, take a snapshot of the, um, the original book on how it looks and how old it is. I think yeah, I'll cool try to get for that. People to uh to really, you know, get a grasp of. And uh if you guys are in the surrounding area of um you know, uh what is it? South Dakota, North Dakota. Rapid City. Rapid City. <laughs> South, Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. But, Not Tennessee. Um, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> um, Michigan now, I'm going to call you. You're trying to mic from Michigan. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of flaky. But um, <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously though. But uh, if you're in that surrounding area, definitely uh, check out the uh, historic um, Alex Johnson Hotel. I think it, you know, because I definitely want to go myself. Um, I think mm-hmm. it would be very interesting. And uh, you know, you have a lot of people in that area that seems to be having all kind of different uh, paranormal or um, different types of things happen. So um, yep, I think it's something some something to stories. that to that area also. Yeah, so, um, yeah. even the, you know we should do an episode just about the Black Hills because there are so many 
I mean, just so much history, so much tragedy. And there is a reservation around here. And I've met some people who have lived on the reservation and they say some weird stuff goes down out there, like just weird energy, spirits, people seeing like deer people, mist that like follows you and surrounds your car and you can't see where you're driving and just some weird, I've heard some weird stories. Yeah. So that would be interesting for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. So um, this was a great look into um, (laughs) the Alex um, Johnson uh, Historical Hotel in Rapid City. Um, And uh, so would you suggest the ghost tour or I mean, actually, let me ask you this question. Has anyone um, have you seen anyone actually take the, you know, ghost tour to where they do the room, the whole you know, rent out the gadgets and the whole nine yards. Have you seen that yet? Or I haven't seen anyone rent the get the ghost package. And, you know, I think there is actually a tour included. So you get a tour of the hotel. They go through the history and they tell you the ghost stories. And then you get to stay in the haunted room and they give you some equipment. I don't stay there at night. You know, I work nine to five. So there could be people using it and I'm just not seeing them. Oh, you never thought to stay over and just um, hide in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just hide in the room. And then, yeah. <laughs> just stay for free. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really do think one of these days I'm gonna rent um I'm gonna rent out a room, maybe eight twelve, but maybe not, and just stay there because it is it is a nice hotel and I do love it. Um it's really pretty, it's very modern, and yet it still has that definitely like that historic feel and it's just such a cool mix of all this different energy and, and history and modern and so it's it is a really beautiful hotel i highly recommend oh yeah it looks amazing you guys should go check it out hopefully carolyn will uh post some ig pics of it because uh it's really nice um so uh so yeah all right well great show great show um carolyn you want to close this out or uh you know no i'll let you do it oh wow (laughs) this is supposed supposed to be your episode but um all right but no 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 like I said, um, too much pressure. No, you're good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, it's 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 fun to have everybody back. I'm glad, you know, the whole crew is back. You know, since my last crazy, chaotic uh, conspiracy <laughs> theory episode. But um, yeah, it was a it was a really really good sh- uh, show tonight. And looking into this particular hotel, you guys should go and check it out. Look at the history um, because it, it is, like I said, a very nice hotel. And um, if you've had any experiences, hit us up in the DMs on our IG page, or you can hit us up at strangedirectorsradio at gmail.com. Send us a message. You can always call our hotline at 916-741-3032. We would love to hear from you. And uh, And if you've had any experience in any hotel, Um, That would be awesome to hear about. And, uh, you know, you work at a hotel, you want to tell your story or uh, have us and, you know, do a little, um, you know, story on your particular hotel that you work at. That would be awesome. Also, you know, and all you security guards out there (laughs) who are watching those screens, uh, if you've seen something, let us know, Uh, especially if you have um, actual footage. That's always uh, cool. And uh, Carolyn, that's one thing you can work on is getting the, you know, some of that footage of uh I was just thinking that I could try to get some Starbucks footage and we can actually like put it up somewhere yeah, on our IG or our Facebook because yeah it's freaky what goes down in that Starbucks 
Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, always fun at Starbucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, great show. And uh, ladies, anything else for uh, the evening? Your last mm. last words? That was a lot of fun, Carolyn. Thanks for doing all that research and sharing about your job and your hotel. Like, yeah, it really does sound like a cool place, actually. And I think with the amount of stories that are constantly coming out, there's mm-hmm. got definitely got to be something to that hotel. So, exactly. Yeah. And also, I'm going to throw out a caveat. Um, uh, you know, for the first person that um, go walks into that hotel and uh can find carolyn gray um they will get a uh strange darkness radio <laughs> coffee mug now uh, you're just inviting people to so stalk me what do you know <laughs> hey man go ask carolyn idea, Bobby. No, just say hi just yeah go bother her while she's trying to make a living <laughs> yeah just step in say hi you know how about we have people come come to your job bobby hey, <laughs> they get a cup if, if they need, find you yes you Wait, actually where do you get work a pint you would get a vitality you would get a pint of blood (laughs) or plasma or platelets um so anytime you want to uh you know come by and say hi and uh you you're in need i'll meet you at the hospital or have a real let's have a real interaction (laughs) all this podcast stuff yes exactly but anyways but uh yeah great show it was fun (laughs) had to keep it lively um get some energy in the room um, but yeah, no, really, really, really good. Um, and I'm pretty sure we'll hear more about this hotel based upon she works there and, uh, you know, any ghostly, you know, situations that occur with her or her coworkers. Um, so until the next time yeah. we are out. Peace. Bye. As your journey through the shadow realms of Strange Darkness Radio concludes, remember that you unlock the door to the paranormal with the key of imagination. Beyond it lies another dimension, a dimension of eerie soundscapes, chilling sights, and the profound depths of the mind. You're venturing into a land of both haunting shadows and tangible substance, where the ethereal meets the corporeal, and ideas take on a spectral form. You've just crossed over into the strange darkness radio zone. In the vast expanse of the paranormal, there exists a fifth dimension, extending beyond the known realms of our understanding. It is a dimension vast as the cosmos and eternal as infinity, a mysterious terrain between the illumination of light and the depths of shadow. This is the middle ground between the empirical and the supernatural, where fears fester in the pit of humanity's soul and knowledge ascends to its zenith. Welcome to the dimension of imagination, an area we dub the Strange Darkness Radio Zone. As you conclude your journey with us, remember that you're departing this peculiar zone, a place where reality intertwines with the surreal. Be cautious as you step out, for you may find that the boundaries between the normal and the paranormal blur, leaving you forever in the lingering embrace of the unknown. Until next time, farewell from the depths of the strange darkness radio zone.